0: All right, the rumor mill is churning full speed as it normally does this time of year when the the games stop. Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer, is here to to dispel a lot of rumors. How about this one? Illinois is a top 10 team next year to start out. If
1: Kofi Coburn returns, absolutely.
0: All right, Ritchie will go into player personnel. He'll go into rankings. He'll go into who's going to be in the Final Four and what the heck is wrong with Indiana. This week's podcast, Inside a Basketball. I'll come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management, and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400.
1: Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and & Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar & Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's.
0: Good Monday morning. It's good for Scott Reggie because I'm going to start this podcast off by apologizing again. Wow, to our Illinois beat writer. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. All right, and I'm not afraid to admit it. And in this case, I'm wrong about the Houston Cougars. for For months, I've bashed them, and later tonight, they're going to advance to the final four. I mean, they certainly could. I'm sorry, Scott. Rich. Well, and what I'm it's
1: saying. it's good that you've you understand where
0: you've mm-hmm. you misstepped. The only Houston, hashtag not my Cougars. Mine are <laughs> early '80s. Yeah, well, Akeem Olajuwon. Clyde Drexler appreciates you. Michael Young, Reed Gettys. The Fun real fact, coug-
1: Michael Young's kid could have knocked Houston out. Yeah, yeah I liked tournament. him a lot. Jacob Young at Ruckers. Well, Rutgers should have won that game. I mean, that was another just shining achievement for the Big Ten as they collapsed late. But uh, Houston is good, and Oregon State's got some kind of weird mojo going that they're even making. They've made it this far, so who knows what the Beavers will do? But can like, imagine like how good Houston could be if Caleb Mills didn't leave after four games, or if they could shoot. Well, there's that. But Mills was the preseason Player of the Year in the American. Ooh. What, and, but maybe they don't get this far if he was there. Maybe, maybe it was addition by subtraction. But it's just funny to think that the preseason player of the year in a conference decided to transfer after four games, and now his team is probably going to make the final four.
0: I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, along with Scott Ritchie, episode 144. It's four. a lot. Yeah, it is. We're going to uh, dispel some rumors today. Okay, we're gonna talk some truths. We're gonna tell you if Big Ten's gonna have somebody in the final four after a miserable first weekend. <laughs> Man, first of all, you know, uh, let's let's start with the good stuff. Illinois basketball. There's gonna be a special section in your Wednesday news. Get that. Pick it up. It's gonna be OD Illinois basketball. Thanks to Scott Ritchie for his tireless effort. But doggone, they should be playing. And I think
1: you know the fact that like Oregon State. Is in the elite eight in the the spot that Illinois could have been sort of rub salt in the wound, and for maybe how that sweet sixteen game against loyola Chicago played out where Oregon State clearly having watched the game film of Illinois game against Loyola played zone essentially the entire game and befuddled the ramblers didn't really let them get into you know their rhythm and uh. Didn't help me. Like Loyola just couldn't buy a bucket. I'm not happy, but there. I think as I was you know, kind of following along, I didn't watch the Loyola Oregon State game, but I was following along on Twitter a little bit just to see what the reaction was to it, and lots of unhappy Illinois fans that yeah. saw a path forward that their team was not going to be able to take.
0: Really hard to take. Hard to watch. I'm still grumpy. It's just, but it's been a bad weekend for me. Not only realizing what Illinois could have done. And then Indiana hires Mike Woodson. You know, I'm a proud Hoosier. Not thrilled? Just underwhelming. I don't don't buy that the program can't get anybody good anymore. I don't buy that.
1: Well, I wonder if they just wanted to make sure that their coaching search didn't turn into the Tennessee football search that was just... Back, you know, when Greg Schiano was going to be the coach, then Tennessee fans revolted, and then he wasn't the coach. And then they hired, what, Derek Dooley? I, may have, I can't remember who their last coach was. He was a disaster. right? And just roundly criticized, Tennessee was, for that whole thing. Right. Uh, so Brad Stevens didn't even give them a chance for him to – he just said no. You know, multiple reports – Conflicting reports, depending on which Indiana writer you were following, as they sort of tussled on Twitter a little bit over whose sources were better. Um, Chris Holtman apparently Mm -hmm. said, you know, I have a better job now than you can offer me at Ohio State. And now Mike Woodson. And I'll be honest, I had forgotten that he played at Indiana back uh, in the day with Isaiah Thomas. So, I mean, he's obviously... You know, an alum has a lot invested in the program. Indiana's going, you know, maybe trying to replicate what Michigan has done with Jawan Howard. And I think hope I think Indiana's hope is they're not replicating what uh, St. John's did with Chris Mullen or what Georgetown has done with Patrick Ewing. I mean, they made the NCAA tournament this year uh, by a surprise around the Big East, then got just thumped by Colorado. So the former NBA player turn coach has been hit or miss a little bit. We'll see what the, what a former NBA coach who hasn't had anything to do with college basketball since he was a college basketball player can do. Um, They, they did hire Thad Mata as the college basketball whisperer to sort of maybe be a mentor. I don't know what his role will necessarily be other than it won't be on the court. So uh, I don't know. Best of luck. Mike Woodson, you got to like, pull half your team off the transfer portal. Uh, I think that's the first goal.
0: Hey, I've seen them play. Go, transfer, <laughs> please, would be my response to that. I mean,
1: if the if the if all of the players in the portal do leave, like, Woodson is starting from
0: perfect. S- absolute zero. Don't leave. All right, Thad, Mata, all of Hoopston, very excited. I hope our podcast listeners realize that Mr. Mata, part of a f- – Strong family tradition from corn jerker land. Not too far from here. Love me some Hubston. How about that? Hey, this is inside of Line basketball though. So here we go. You ready? A lot of rumors out there. I I'm mean, gonna, I'm not, but let's I'm go. I'm going to toss them your way. You're going to tell me if they're true or false. Okay. Kofi Coburn back. It could be either. I not be going all Marcus Jackson on me. Okay, I well, need opinions. Officially, I
1: uh, maybe, you know, he hasn't said he's leaving yet, so sure, he's still I mean he's still on the roster. Um could be I think we discussed this in last week's podcast, could be the best move for him. Or you strike while the iron's hot and there's no guarantee that he can do what assume Dosumiu did. In his third year, and elevate his draft status. There's a, like Kofi has a lot to prove. I think for that next level, if he wants the next level to be the NBA, namely uh, defense. Because I, I don't. Like, I've seen videos of him shooting three pointers, making them. I've seen him make three pointers in warm ups, but he's never. I don't think he's going to be you know, a stretch five in any sense of the word. But there's a place for a rim runner that can dunk everything and rebound. But like, he's got to be able to guard those stretch fives. And that's, or not even stretch fives, I mean, guard the Cam and Crut of the world. Um, not sure he's proven that yet, but either he could roll the dice with the NBA. But I think his best bet is to come back. Whether he will or not, we don't know any
0: timetable do you see
1: i there's the fact that the nba draft will again not be in its typical slot sort of changes the whole structure of when you know players have to make their decision whether they're in or out but uh sometime this summer sure. again i mean it'll be probably similar to to last year i mean it was uh when he announced he's coming back on august 1st So
0: rumor number two, Namari Burnett is already committed to Illinois. Not just making it official on, I think what April 8th,
1: April 8th, he will announce his decision. Um, True or false. I'm going to give that a a false. Currently Um, seems to be a lot of Alabama chatter for him. Of course, maybe that uh, died as the Crimson Tide's NCAA tournament run did uh, in the sweet 16 as well. Um, but like what Nate Oates is able to do with essentially, you know, a, a team full of guards, it's pretty noticeable, Notable this year, um, Alabama is a contender for Namari Burnett. Illinois obviously has you know a long term relationship there. Chin Coleman was you know, leading that recruitment that dates back to when he was a freshman at Morgan Park. So history is on Illinois' side. We'll find out if that. It's enough on April
0: 8th. True or false? Video surfacing over the weekend shows Andre Cabello is a knockdown three-point shooter. Well, that's true as far
1: as I saw the video of him making threes. Uh, I mean, that's something that he's going to need to maybe not be a knockdown three-point shooter, but he needs to shoot better than the 16-ish percent he shot as a freshman, because that's not very good, and you know Illinois fans know what it's like to have for their team to have a point guard that's maybe not respected as a shooter. Uh, it leads to a lot of sagging defenses that uh, make life tough for his teammates. But I don't know that video his his form looked really good, and he was splashing them. So if he can even shoot thirty five percent from three point range double his percentage from a year ago, essentially, take it, even 33. Like, make a third of your threes, and defenses have to respect that at least a little bit.
0: True or false, your MVP of the 2021-22 Illini, Austin Hutcherson. Hmm. Well,
1: podcast listeners, and thank you, to everyone out there uh well remember that was like super high on austin hutcherson last spring and summer last offseason just because i thought he was everything illinois needed um a little more size on the wing three-point shooter sneaky athlete i don't like more athletic than i think people gave him credit for just because you know he's like oh he came from a division three so how how good could he be then you know Back injury kept him out all season. He spent the year away from the team just to you know, rehab and recover. Um, I, mean, I think like there's other candidates that would be ahead of him in the MVP race for, for next season. Kofi, if he comes back, like Andre Cabello is going to have a chance to be really good. But if Austin Hutcherson is healthy, I still really like what he could bring to this team
0: we just don't know that yet true or false Adam Miller is going to transfer
1: <laughs> Like, who's feeding you these things uh, just
0: these are the rumors I hear on the street
1: yeah um, well I think if he was going to change his mind about Illinois he would have done it when Io said he was coming back a year ago he has a chance to assume essentially Io's role next year. I don't know why he would transfer. like he started every game as this true or false, so I'm asking, I'm gonna, I'm not kind of this true or false locks me in though, and this will be played back if I'm wrong, but false.
0: Give me an answer, Socrates, not a
1: I like to give myself as much wiggle room as possible. You will not. I don't like to be tied down to answers. True or
0: false? Loyola Illinois will play in the regular season next year.
1: False. I mean, Illinois is just not going to schedule that game
0: because
1: I mean, Brad Underwood said he'll play anyone, any time, but Illinois has zero to gain from scheduling Loyola because if I mean, if they win, it's fine. Everyone will be like, "Well, you should have beat them." Last March, anyway, and you should have beat them this time. And if they lose, you you don't want that again. Okay, again. I mean, stakes are less, but the that outcome would I don't know. There would be a, a minor revolt somewhere in the fan base.
0: True or false, Ed Bond, our producer, and Brian Barnhart and Dion Thomas, Doug Altenberger, will be on the road next year for every game. In person, courtside.
1: Well, there aren't always courtside. Don't anyway.
0: get don't get smart with me there. I mean, you know the, what I mean.
1: Like in Michigan, they're they're up in the stands. Ohio State, they're up a little bit. Um, I'm gonna say true, just because I hope that's the case. So I don't know. Everyone get vaccinated. I'm getting my first shot today. So, like everyone should do that, so we can maybe have a normal college basketball season ish next year. Next season.
0: True or false that vaccination you speak of will take place at the KZs in Eureka?
1: I, if KZs was offering it, I would go. But no, it's, I'm getting mine at a Walgreens, a pharmacy where they do those things.
0: So that's false. That's false.
1: But again, like I would, I would have gone anywhere to get this as long as like I knew that they were actually giving me the right vaccine.
0: True or false, Scott Ritchie? you're doing okay. We've, we've graded you out at 62% right now on the truthometer.
1: I mean, I don't know, do D's get degrees?
0: Barely. So, that's what Ed tells me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Texas has called Brad Underwood. That's interesting. Um,
1: because Seth Davis, who uh, Rise for the Athletics and is on your TV throughout March. It listed a a group of candidates for the the now open Texas job with Shaka Smart you know leaving for Marquette. Um bit of a surprise, maybe just best for everyone involved. Um maybe best for Shaka to get out of Texas. And Brad Underwood's name was included because he's a you know, a Big Twelve guy in a way. He's from Kansas, went to Kansas State, coached Oklahoma State and Kansas State. But I. Well, for one, they're not going to call him directly, because that doesn't happen. Texas will reach out to his agent. It's the way it's done. And um, the way he's being compensated, in Illinois, what he's built the last two years, I think the answer is no. But uh, I can't say for certain whether or not they they wouldn't reach out. Apparently, Texas is might go the the Indiana route. Royal Ivy seems to be a. A guy that they've been targeting. He's a kind of long-time NBA player slash assistant coach and Texas grad. But that's that's sort of the the name I've been seeing a little more recently.
0: You're down to fifty-eight percent. Yeah, was, that was a step back, Scott yep, Ritchie. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll him and Hall on that one for sure. All right. It's the coaching carousel. Like literally anything could happen. Like, I mean, anything.
0: True or false? Illinois will bring in four. Kids off the portal. Four, I said. Four. It's a lot. Yeah, but your, that's four.
1: Your scholarship math is gonna make me think on that one. Uh, four false. I, don't, they don't, I mean, the, the, the scholarship turnover well, <laughs> is not going to allow that. Um. Then there's some other qualifiers. I mean, if Kofi Coburn leaves, yes, they'll, you know, have to add someone from the portal because there are no. High school big men really left, at least that they're in the running for. Um, Four is a big number. Now, if Kofi does leave, there's a candidate out there I think would be an interesting fit. Uh, Trey Mitchell, former Illinois recruiting target, uh, is from the East Coast, played his first two years at UMass, and was, like, dominant as a freshman and sophomore. 6'9", 240. He's not, like, a 7-footer like Kofi, but... He's more of a stretch five. He actually shot threes and made them in his two years at UMass. So it's just an interesting name in the portal. Lots, lots of interesting names in the portal, um, and just lots of names general, in general in the portal. Um, still marching. We're almost at a thousand players in the transfer
0: portal right now. So Michigan State picked up a good player. I guess. I can call him a good player. Well, I don't know. Who isn't a good player? Everybody's picking up people who scored 15, 16 a game somewhere else.
1: Yeah, Tyson Walker. He was okay. uh, at Northeastern. So it's obviously a, a step up in competition from they're in the Colonial, I believe, um, to the Big Ten. But most importantly, like Michigan State, didn't get, just get a transfer. They got a point guard because um, that was the, probably the most serious issue for the Michigan State this past year where... It was a lot of A.J. Hoggard, who was, you know. Bad. That's fair. And then trying to shoehorn Rocket Watts in a point guard when
0: he's not a point guard. That's I demand an apology from you right now. Apologize, Richie. You were all high on him. Say it. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm sorry that I thought Thank Tom you. Izzo
1: would realize Rocket Watts wasn't a point guard. Just let him oh,
0: throw Izzo under the bus. That's, of course.
1: Nice. <laughs> I mean, one, he's not going to listen, and two, even if he did, I'd throw him under the bus. like, yeah, I don't think he showed it. Like, Rocket Watts did not show any inklings of being anything but more than a scorer, a good one, as a freshman. And then trying to turn him into a punk guard was just a disaster.
0: True or false, Illinois will have no one enter the portal from this year's roster.
1: Um, just based on the odds, I'm going to say that's False. I mean, it's Monday, March 29th, and there are 965 players in the portal, uh, just based on the math. Like, I'm going to lose somebody. Don't know who. Or they might not, but... What kind of answer is that? You're well, 54% just, now. Well, I just said that they might not, but I would not be surprised if someone was in the portal.
0: True or false, Illinois fans like Ed Bond are rooting for Michigan? False. Pretty sure.
1: Pretty sure. Yeah, Illinois fans wish nothing but the worst for Michigan, would be my guess.
0: Let me verify your opinion. Yesterday, I was in the newsroom watching some basketball. Ed Bond came in because he works 24 hours a day still. He asked me, who's winning? I said, Michigan's killing him. He says, darn. So you think I, I imagine the
1: language would be even stronger for most of the fan base <laughs> should Michigan keep winning. I mean I don't I'm not sure like why people just like in general think that like when if quote unquote your team loses in the simple tournament you start rooting for all of the teams that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, there's no conference loyalties. You like a team. Or in my case you just like college basketball and don't care who wins. Um, but if you're a fan, like, if you're an Illinois fan, you're not rooting for Michigan.
0: True or false, Scott Ritchie owes Bill Walton an apology what? for basically selling short the Pac-12. With well, his I mean, a- with, are you going to let me finish? I guess. With his AP top 25 voting throughout the year. False,
1: false, false. False. Because at the end of the year when no one was really voting for USC or Colorado, Oregon, anybody in the Pac-12, I was voting for those teams. Like, no, I mean, no one voted for Oregon State because they were a trash team in the regular season and just have been on a heater. But, like, I was supporting the Pac-12. Did I think that they would be the best team in the tournament? No, but I liked USC a lot this season. And I, I'm a f- ardent supporter of Bill Walton and all of the insane things he says during college basketball games.
0: Okay, so you're not apologizing. I don't think I have to. Okay. True or false, false, excuse me. Kent Benson, Scott May, Abernathy, Wilkerson, Buckner, they're going to be crying tears of sorrow. Here in a couple of weeks when Gonzaga matches what they did back in 76. Do you know who I'm talking about? Those guys. I, Cliff I buckner. buckner uh, I know you weren't born. You're going to give me The undefeated line. Indiana basketball Thank team you. that
1: won a national title. Yeah. I, believe it or not, I've heard of those guys. Um, I think that's true. I mean. They're going to be crying. Yeah. Crate mm, like, didn't do the best job against Gonzaga in the the sweet 16. Um tried to run with him. That was a mistake. But I this Gonzaga looks unbeatable right now. Obviously they they haven't been beaten. Um, like just they can hit this gear offensively that I don't know that anyone can match or slow down. They just have too many legitimate options. So yes, Tears in Bloomington.
0: Mm-hmm. True or false? Uh, the way we're seeing the NCAA tournament this week, this week, I guess, last week is the way we'll see it forevermore. The Elite eight games on Monday and Tuesdays, all in Indianapolis.
1: Well, you started, and I was like, I'm maybe willing to say true, but I don't think that they'll, they'll all be in Indianapolis maybe ever. Maybe. it's something to i. Dan Gavitt talked about this in the first week of the tournament. It's like they've obviously heard people saying, like, oh, this is great. You should always bring the teams to one location. I just don't don't know that they'll do it. I think next year's tournament will be, you know, fingers crossed, sort of the return to the normal. But I saw an interesting idea on Twitter last night. I was like, For the first four, like it's all it's been in Dayton since they invented the idea, which is maybe not great. You go back to sixty-four teams. I don't think anyone would be too upset, except for the coaches who get a bonus when their team makes the tournament. Uh, Like play the first four at Henkel. Sometimes everyone seems to just have fallen in love again with Henkel Fieldhouse.
0: UD Arena is pretty cool. All right, don't sell that place short. Well, I've never been to either,
1: but. I don't think people talk about UD Arena in such glowing terms as they do Hinkle.
0: It's because they haven't filmed like a famous movie there. Maybe that helps. (laughs) Get on that, Dayton.
1: Well, I mean, Hinkle's also historic. Right. So it was just an interesting idea because everyone seems to have just enjoyed their, their time at Hinkle.
0: Even with the sun shining and the giant windows that leave some players blinded. <laughs> it's just an extra
1: challenge if you're playing. That's this. old school. Yeah. Although, I mean, it, in a normal year, they wouldn't have been necessarily playing at that time of day.
0: True or false, Scott Ritchie as a lad practiced his jump shot in the loft of a barn.
1: I've played in a barn before.
0: Second story. So true. Very true. You never got back to that. Should they be playing the Elite Eights on Monday and Tuesdays like they are this week? Um, you afraid to answer that one?
1: I just don't know if I have an answer. I mean, I think the schedule will probably also return to what it's typically been before.
0: So you're not answering?
1: Yeah. I'll just refuse to. Well, I, just, I don't have an answer. I don't. One, I don't really have a strong opinion.
0: True or false, Illinois is a top 10 team in your AP preseason poll for 21, 22. Top 10, I said. Hello?
1: Well, I'm thinking because <laughs> I mean, you can we go. hear the gears turning. Because it really depends on if Kofi comes back. Like if he does, yes. If he doesn't, No. So that's my hedge. That's easy? I think so. I think it's pretty, I think it's that simple. That doesn't mean they couldn't possibly still be ranked I mean, if he left. Cause they have two obviously really solid guards and will be sophomores and Adam Miller, Andre Cabello. And it's a good place to start with whatever, uh, whoever else they kind of fill out the roster with if Kofi leaves. But if he comes back, 100%, top 10 team.
0: True or false, the picture, the riveting picture of Georgie biking away from Ubbin last week into the sunset is the reason the News Gazette reached 11,000 followers on Instagram. True.
1: I don't honestly know how many followers we have on Instagram. But I assume the way you asked that, the answer is true. No,
0: false. Okay. <laughs> You're back down to 54% with only a few questions remaining, Scott. Richie, I don't want to see you fail, but that's where we're headed.
1: Well, you know, live to answer ridiculous questions. What's Robin
0: going to say when her dear son is taken to the woodshed for his poor grades?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be the first time, so I think she would be like, Well, Jim was asking you ridiculous questions, so it's fine.
0: True or false, the schedule uh, will include the regular slate of non conference doozies that we're used to. My Illinois schedule? Yeah. So,
1: doozies as in.
0: Like, is it going to be a regular schedule next year? How about let me dumb it down for you, <laughs> Scott Ritchie, so maybe you can answer it?
1: Oh, let me take offense. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, unless, you know, people don't get vaccinated and continue to screw this pandemic up um I think it'll be back to normal
0: true or false they play Syracuse in the big Ten ACC challenge that's part a and part b is there'll be a griffin on the opposing bench
1: okay um just knowing the way the big Ten ACC challenges worked where they sort of pit teams of equal standing against each other probably false to part a i don't think oregon or excuse oregon the orange syracuse orange will be a little further down the the pecking order in the acc so i just i mean a north carolina for illinois be an interesting matchup virginia i mean everybody would hate that but it could happen um florida state that'd be interesting I don't think it'll be Syracuse. Um, and as far as uh, Griffin on the Syracuse bench next year, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, he seemed, Alan Griffin seemed to have fallen out of favor as the year came to a conclusion at Syracuse. Uh, I think a lot of Syracuse fans either think or hope he'll transfer because fans are great. Um, but I mean, he could stay. Who knows?
0: Final Four weekend coming up, true or false, Io wins the Big Time Player of the Year Award. Is it the what's the? Is it the wooden that is the Well, he's a
1: finalist for a few still open. Uh, wooden Award, Naismith Trophy, and then the Oscar Robertson Award is the one uh, presented by the USBWA, of which I am a member. And I doubt it. Like, Luka Garza will probably win them all, would be my guess. But Io got one. USA Today's, so he can take claim to being a national Player of the Year, which I mean he was certainly a legitimate candidate. I voted for him for AP. Well, the AP hasn't announced its Player of the Year yet either. It'll probably be Luca, but I voted for Io.
0: True or false, Io is a first round lock. Come NBA draft time, whenever that might actually play out.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Locke doesn't give me much wiggle room, but I'll say true. I think probably somewhere between 20 and 30, so kind of last third of the first round. Would not be surprised.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie, the final grades are in. Uh, Ed Bond just handed me the slip. 71%. You finish strong, thanks to the kind... Grading of uh, Ed Bond.
1: I mean, it was on a curve, I think. I'll
0: so that's good. It. You get to progress. You get to be beat writer next year again. Cause well, had you, f- if, <laughs> if I knew those were the stakes,
1: I would have <laughs> tanked this test.
0: So again, congratulations. Uh, a couple things. Uh, your power poles, we ended up last week, right? I need your first one for the next season right now. Just your three players, uh, one, two, and three. I know it's early, but, uh, and please don't complain.
1: Well, I just, It is early. So just based on the roster as Mm -hmm. is, because that's where we sit on March 29th. One, Kofi Coburn. Okay. Two, Andre Carbello. Fair enough. Three, Adam Miller. Adam Miller. And that's, if Elmo has those three, like, that's plus, you know, Jacob Grandison as the glue guy. Coleman Hawkins making maybe a sophomore leap. Luke goody rj. Melendez as the the freshman on board already already, and then Georgie the veteran presence in the post that's and
0: legit. those four portal players that are coming,
1: <laughs> maybe not four, but a portal player too sure I mean I think that's a legitimate team
0: all right last question before I let you out of here uh, to your drive to Monticello for the big the big moment that you're gonna capture on Snapchat for us. <laughs> Surprise! What's the storyline this summer? What are people going to be talking about Illinois basketball? Oh,
1: well, the first one will be like what decision is Kofi going to make, and that will sort of dictate I think the rest of the storylines. He's the kind of like how Iowa was the pivotal person last off season, and, and Kofi as well to an extent. You know, that, that's Kofi now, because if he stays. Illinois, I think, just keeps charging forward with what it's been doing the last couple of years. If he leaves, obviously that's a big hole to fill. And I think Brad Underwood tweaks his system again uh, on both ends of the court because they made changes to suit a team with a seven foot, two hundred and eighty five pound center. Um both offensively with more ball screen action between Kofi and Io, and then defensively you know, letting him be the deterrent in the post and not being so high pressure and, and and ball denial. I think that I don't know if he goes back to what he ran previously, but there will be tweaks again. So Kofi is kind of the the central figure of this off season.
0: All right, that's Scott Ritchie. Every morning, six a.m. There is no uncertainty about this. Good morning, Illini Nation on HQ dot com. Check it out every day. That's great stuff. And again, pick up that special section on Wednesday. A lot of good stuff. Thank you, Scott Ritchie. You're welcome. See you next Monday.